In the studio this morning, the Monmouth Roseville School Superintendent, Mr. Ed Fletcher. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. Uh, gave you a forecast that uh, maybe you'll get through this winter without another snow day. I really prefer not to talk about the weather because, you know, I, I'll probably jinx it. But, you know, because in December I said, thank you, La Nina. And in January we didn't, we, we had like four days of school or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to see the, you know, the weather like that. And hopefully that would mean, you know, a precursor for our spring sports to be able to, to actually play some games in March as Wouldn't. opposed to, you know, not playing games and being freezing cold. So Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be really nice. I, you I know, would, a track meet that's not 30 degrees would, yes. would be spectacular. We've all done too many of those. Uh, soccer w- games. and Way and too many of them. Damp, so. cold, windy weather. Because you've got girls soccer that, yeah. uh, in the spring. and yeah, So and, all these things. So if, we, yeah. if, if, if that could hold off, then I'm sure the kids and the parents will be appreciative. Absolutely. I'll be appreciative, too, because I don't have to get up early and drive the, drive the roads and and, and, and implement one flake Fletcher. So <laughs> one <yeah>. flake Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, yeah. <laughs> well, as everyone knows uh, uh, from, I'm sure, social media or on our website or news outlets such as ourselves, there was a tragedy last night with a fire that claimed the life of a local resident. Our hearts and uh, go out to that family and our big thanks to our first responders. I bring that up because your meeting was impacted by uh, first responders as well. Yeah, so uh, we have uh, four first responders on our board, and so um, you know it was a, an abbreviate it was an abbreviated meeting because several 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 of them were called into duty, um, and one had to leave you know as quickly as possible to uh, deal with the fire. So yeah, it was an abbreviated meeting, but still nonetheless we we got our agenda items taken care of and a couple of cool recognition times uh, that I want to talk about. So yes, uh, one of them yesterday, Amy Freitag brought to our attention that was a big big deal very excited i'll let you do the honor sir yeah so uh sarah mendez who's an eighth grade uh english language development teacher at the junior high uh was a recipient of the bilingual teacher of the year in the state of illinois so huge huge accomplishment by miss mendez um wonderful educator wonderful person um whole you know anything you want in a teacher you know high standards for kids doesn't take any guff in the classroom uh, she's that person and, and the kids, the kids know it. So they, 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 you, when you're in education long enough and you, and you can garner their respect, especially junior high kids, you know, that, that, that tells you something. So she commands her classroom. She's great instructionally. So we're very, very proud of her. So we recognized her last night, read a, read a proclamation, had some cookies, some flowers for her. And it was just a really, it was a, those are, those are the types of things you love to go to board meetings and talk about. Absolutely. Any good news yeah. like that. So congratulations yeah, and, to Sarah Mendez. Uh, and Mr. Sikorsky recognized uh, Andrew Snyder. He won a, uh, I, he was recommended for and was a recipient of the IESA sportsmanship pin. The the junior, the seventh grade boys basketball team participated uh, in the regional championship, and he was uh, nominated for that award. So he was there last night, and Mr. Sikorsky says uh, some nice words about him. And it was always kind of funny seeing the, the, the kids there. I don't. He, he seemed ambivalent to what was going on, but I don't think he under, completely understands how cool of an honor this is, you know, to have someone else nominate you, you know, so kudos to his mom and dad, uh, kudos to him as well. I mean, it's, it's, it, it was, a, you know, those two things, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we love about education is being able to talk about those types of things. Yes. Congratulations to Andrew Snyder as well. That's awesome. Yeah, so a couple other things we did last night. Uh, quickly, were we approved our registration fees for the 24-25 school year, so there'll be no changes. So basically for all students in grades K through 12, 
their registration fee is $10. Okay. Um, now there are some miscellaneous fees that come up, you know, like there's a band fee if you're in band, it's, which is $30. Yearbook fees are optional. The only other real fee that we have would be driver's ed. Uh, which is fifty dollars you know, when they take driver's ed. That's a um, you know, so that's the only other fee that we have. So I mean, besides of course breakfast and lunch, and none of those change as well. So with breakfast and lunch, we have a formula that we have to we, we utilize, and it's it's kind of a complicated process. But basically, no changes to our fees for uh, the next school year. Um, we did a few uh, action items for projects that are going to be undertaken this summer. Uh, the board approved the bid. Uh, to install lights at the soccer field. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. Uh, yeah, you, you can have games at night. Yeah, so we, you know, this was, you know, it, the, the the planning for the soccer field was a, took a long time to get to this point. Um, the creme la creme of it was to ha- be able to get lights onto the field. So, you know, over over time, Mr. Greenleaf and I have, you know, worked and tried to get, we, we, we feel good. We were at a good spot Um uh, Project-wise, to be able to do that, we're not the bids. The bids came in right where we thought they'd be, actually a little bit lower on the soccer field, which was very was very uh, exciting to see. And so um, we'll start that project in probably you know after the season gets over in May, and they'll be ready to go for the fall season next year. Okay. Uh, another pro- another bid that was approved was uh, to remodel the high school bathrooms. Um, the high school looks completely different, you know, after the HVAC project. The hallways look different. You know, we've had, you know, over the years we've been able to do project after project. Um, seemingly, as far as a large project goes, this would be, besides the science lab, this is one of the remaining large-scale pro- large projects we have. So we'll be updating our high school bathrooms. Um, sorely needed. It's just, it's been a while since we've been able to touch them. Uh, because once you touch them, you got to meet all the new codes. Exactly. So they're going to look really different. They're going to look a lot different. So we're, we're happy about that. Um the board approved a bid to uh, remodel the science classrooms and basement ceilings at the junior high. Um, you know, the, 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 the project last year when we reinstalled the tile, we did some uh, beginning work for the science rooms, but now we're going to finish that, you know, putting in um, counters along the outside walls, sinks along the outside walls, uh, all, you know, worked with the, with Jonah McCann, a teacher down there, uh, and Miss Houston, another science teacher, worked on trying to, what would you like to see in these rooms? And so they'll, they'll work on that. And the basement ceilings at the junior high, there's been some areas that this over time needed to be uh, upgraded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we're hoping, hope, and, and part of the project is also to putting in some uh, sound deadening. You know, cause, you know, the classes that are around there are next to the lunchroom. Mm. And so, I mean, I'm not certain that we can keep all the voices of junior high kids out of the classrooms, but we want to try to deaden it some as best we can. Um, the last, the last project we approved was the uh, a project to an, uh, update door hardware at the high school. And so, as part of our part of the project of working on safety at the high school, um, we're going to Bluetooth door locks uh, that also would give our the, the school uh, the, the administration or anyone in the office if we have a an issue an active an active intruder drill or something come up we could push a button and lock the doors um, because in a lot of we've done some research on uh, you know intruder events at schools and one of the things that was always really scary to me is if a teacher forgets to key their door locked and then all of a sudden you know something happens and they close their door and they forget that their door's not locked, you know, they got to some, seemingly somehow and it happened in Uvalde, go out to the hallway, 
you know, reached their hand around, locked the door, and then close it. We don't want that. We don't want to put our, you know, our teachers in that. So the, the idea is over the next four years after this year, upgrade all of our schools to have those types of locks. And so we're really excited about that. Just, okay. You know, they'll be able to push a button, you know, and just be able to lock these doors. I, I commend you for continuing to find ways to keep students safe. I'm just sad that we have to do this, you know, in, in schools, but I get it. Um, but I'm glad you guys are able to find ways to keep students safe. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it, it, I agree with you. It's, it's sad. Um, but, you know, the, the first thing every parent wants to know is, is my school safe? And that's, you know, we certainly know that we can't ensure 100% safety, but there are things that we can do along the way to mitigate it as best we can. Um, working with our first responders, camera systems, you know, these types of systems to buy time in case there's a situation that comes up, buy time to keep our kids safe. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and let me ask a question. I'm seeing more and more stories. You saw a big one over the weekend of a school resource officer in a school district to the east of us um, that they've been able to install at that school district. And we're starting to hear more and more of that. Iowa actually has a um, a plan to discuss legislation that would implement school resource officers over a certain amount of time. I understand that's a costly, well, it's a lack of resources too. Where do we find the labor? Um, So that'll be interesting how that goes forward. We've had initial discussions and you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's labor, you know, it's being able to find replacements, you know, for it, it, you know, be able to re, you know, I, I don't know with certainty, but my guess is, is, you know, Chief Schweitzer probably has issues just filling the jobs of the people that he has to replace if there's upcoming retirements. To add, to ask the city to find another when they can't find the ones to replace sure. just to keep the people safe, you know, I, that's that's been a discussion that we've had. Oh, um, sure, sure. You know, so, yeah, I mean, you know, in Monmouth Roseville, you know, the, the, the hard question that we'd have to ask is do you, because we have five separate buildings, do right. we put five of them or do you have one and rotate, you know, what do you do? Sure. You know, to, to be able to do that. And a I'm, lot of questions. my guess is it's a, you know, a pretty, pretty expensive uh, issue to, to discuss. Um, but even even with that, I, I think, you know, there are other things that we can do that, that you know, i.e. the door locks that if that ever comes to fruition, we'll just be even more safe. Right. And the discussion about the future of behavior resource, or excuse me, um, school resource officers is also about not necessarily pulling from your local law enforcement when they already have, you know, challenges, meaning they need more people for the future. And um, but they're looking at security companies. You'll start to see those forming those security companies. And it may be uh, retired military, um, their retired National Guard. There are a lot in Iowa. Anyway, I'm I'm picking Iowa because it's the most recent story that I read about what the future could look like, where that pool of resource officers could come from. Yeah, it's, it's kind of eerily. Think so, security guards. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, of, you think of like, uh, it's kind of the same thing. You know, I worked in a school that had uh, the NJROTC programs. You know, they were retired military. Um, you know, so I, I certainly think that there's, if, you know, there's an avenue for that in the future, then, you know, it, it'd be something that I'm sure the board would consider. Well, yeah, it's, I'm glad you're able to get the Bluetooth locks. That's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, but I think the, the overarching discussion is, what you said we're we're always trying to figure out ways to keep kids more safe sure you know we tell kids see something say something there are eyes and ears if you see something on social media let somebody know talk to us tell us 
and our police officers are very well trained to be able to help and, and deal with that and get they have they have access to stuff that be, to allow us to allow, I mean allow them to, 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 to work pretty quickly on these things so we have wonderful police and wonderful sheriff's deputies no doubt about yeah, it yeah so if, you, know, you know me I, hey let's just shut the internet off and go horse and buggy I would, if I could, yes. I'm just kidding. I, no, People need the internet, but could you imagine to go back to the old days of just writing a check or, you know. I think that I, I, I'm, I'm all there with you. I think the, the, the social media side of it is, it's scary. You know, for me, it's scary. And I'm sure there are others who would say, oh, if you can use it wisely, so on and so forth. But I, I think that you know, common sense has to prevail at some point in time. And right now, social media allows people just to not utilize any common sense. Sure, sure. And, and I'm, I'm kind of a big common sense kind of kind of person. So sure. horse and buggy sounds good to me. Horse and buggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. What else do you have going on? That was it. You know, uh, just to let, you know, some of our parents know, um, graduation, you, you know, we're, we're already, you know, it's going to be May 26, 2024, uh, 1 p.m. at Monmouth College. Um, wanting to let the uh, folks know our Sports Boosters fundraiser is February 24th, 6 to 9 at Monmouth Country Club. There are raffle tickets that are out there now that are being sold. So if you know anyone who's selling them, if you're interested, please reach out to a person. One thing I didn't get to say last night, but I, I do want to mention is um, I know uh, Mr. Ferry was on the radio talking about our fine arts program. And we had a couple students uh Rowan Love and, and Drew Carlson named in the top 300 All-State Honors Choir uh, They at the local I, uh, Illinois Music Educators Conference. Uh, Rowan got to uh, participate in the treble choir. She did a rap solo. I don't know if anyone saw the video. She did a great job it's with that. It's up on our website if anyone wants to see it. Yeah, he did very well with that. And our, our downstate choir was the only one to participate other than Chicagoland schools. So Yeah, we had a wonderful chat with Mr. Ewing. And Mr. Ferry, and congratulations to Rowan Love and Drew Carlson. Yes. That's a big, big deal. And if you you, you want to see it, just uh, uh, it is on our website. It's under local news, and uh, we do have that video. Mr. Ferry was kind enough to send it to us. Yeah, my wife and I attended, and, you know, it was kind of funny talking to the kids afterwards. I, I think there's, all, there's this little bit of aura about Chicago schools and so on. And there was another Chicago choir that participated, and, you know, a couple of the kids were like, well, we sounded just as good as them. Yeah, you, you, you sound just as good as them because you are just as good as them. Just because you're from a different location doesn't mean you're any less apt to be able to do those things. And it was it was a, it was a good to hear that from kids to realize that, hey, yeah, we just because we're, you know, we're from a different location doesn't mean we can't hang with those kids, you know, you know, yeah. singing wise. And that was that was really interesting uh, take from kids. You sure. Know, you can always rely on kids to give you the truth. So, OK. Well, good meeting, good stuff. Thank you very much for coming in today. Thank you. Ed Fletcher with the Superintendent Monmouth Roseville School District on WRN.